Thumbs up, let's do this. Starting from zero. What does it actually take to start from zero and what does it not? What's a waste of time? What works? What doesn't? So many people are lost and confused and even disoriented about what it takes to get started online. And the truth is, it's very simple. Also, success rests in the dirty details. There's so many tiny things people get hung up on when they're starting something online. These tiny details are addressed in this podcast where you watch me mentor people over their shoulder directly based on their personal situation. So listen closely, listen to the whole episode, take in all the patterns, listen for the slow parts, listen for the fast parts, take in everything so you actually see what's required because there's things right now that you're currently missing, things that rest within the little parts of these episodes. Enjoy. So in this episode, I'm talking to Arthur. Arthur, where in the world are you? Grand Junction, Colorado. And what is your present age? 80. What an age to be beginning a new dream. (laughs) What is your big desire or big dream? Well, right now is just to earn a little supplemental income for my retirement. Do you have a specific number in mind? Oh, I have a target. A couple thousand a month would do great, but you know. Those targets change. Sure. Tell me what you were saying about why you chose ClickBank. Because of the different selections that they had. I mean, they have a lot of selections to fulfill what you're talking about as the mechanism. Great. So if you want to succeed at ClickBank, you want to ask, who can I help? How do I reach them? Right. As a matter of fact, in their introduction, they do include that vignette type of thinking. Here's the issue with it. Unless you do it strategically, it's very difficult to build a sustainable asset. Oh, I know that (laughs) because of the filter situation. Well, no, I'm talking about on ClickBank. No, I know. But I mean, the asset in my case was filters and it sort of went away because I wasn't able to show it the attention that it needed. How many books have you read on building a business? Oh, not too many. You're going to need to read a lot more. So I want you to read... What you're really probably going to need is my book, but that comes out March 31st, 2020. That book will help a lot. There's nothing like it yet that I can think of recommending that helps really build this brain so you're oriented correctly. The fastest way to make $2,000 a month that I currently know of is to do customer acquisition and lead generation for local area businesses. Does that make sense when I say that? Well, I understand what you're saying, but I don't have an entree into that area. So check out how nice this works. Tell me a local business that you've been to in the last week. Well, there would be restaurants, grocery stores. (laughs) Well, that's about it. I'm usually just busy myself with trying to learn more about how to get computer access to businesses. How to get computer access to businesses? Well, internet. How to get internet access to businesses. Right. What does that mean? Well, I have started to try to resurrect my filter business, and that's basically through internet and through previous contacts that I've had with them. What do you mean by through internet? Well, it would be email and phone contact with people that I've done business with before. Oh, you're trying to get contact information for past clients? 
Right. Well, I, yeah, I have some of the contact information and I'm trying to make that grow, but I'm not getting very far. That's why I'm here. You're probably not getting very far because you're leading with mechanism. You're leading with your filters. You're leading with ClickBank products. As soon as you lead with who can I help, what do they want? What result do they care about? Then everything will change. Okay. I'm working on that. So here's the thing. You don't even have to know how to help them, Arthur. You just need to know what they need help with because we outsource the mechanism. So for example, tell me again, the three things for business in a nutshell is. Well, it's customer mechanism and result. And so where should most of your time be spent? Well, right now, it would be with identifying the customer and the result and what they want to accomplish or, or what they don't have that they need. So you're picking it up quick. So give me an example of three different random people, different customers, and the results they want. And you could just imagine it, just make it up. Well, an example that I'm familiar with there are companies that use filters. Okay. And my approach, the filters... That's mechanism. Okay. What result does a filter give? Well, the result gives a uh, product that passes the production specifications and removes the problems of the process hanging up. Okay, you're getting closer to result. You're not quite there yet. Product that meets specifications, that's close. Well, you see, they don't really realize the problems that they're having. And what it does is... So let's stop. So you really don't want to sell something to someone who's unaware of a problem. Well, that's what I was doing was helping them see the problems they were really having in terms of, and you do this with questions. And well, hold on. Let's just reset here. I feel like I'm having a difficult time reaching you. Well, that's probably true. I mean, we're in almost different universes. Yeah, I still appreciate the conversation, Arthur. So give me three examples. Okay. How about a mom who's just given birth? How about a chiropractor who's just graduated from chiropractic school? And how about a 50-year-old insurance agent? We don't want to guess this because we, get, we would ask them what's important to them. But just give me like... What do you think would be an important result for a mother who's just given birth that she would care about? Well, she has a healthy child. Good. And what about for herself? Well, for herself, uh, how she gets help from other people to be able to get the rest she needs. All right. So support and rest. Yeah. Good. We did it very well. You got a mother who just gave birth. To have a healthy baby is one result she care about and to get proper support so she can get rest. Now, if you went to the mother and you said what milk the baby was drinking, that would be like filters. Okay. But you jumped right to a result, a healthy and happy baby. Do you see the difference between result and product, result and mechanism? Yeah. Good. Let's do the second one. So what was the second one I mentioned? A chiropractor that's just graduated from chiropractic school. What result do you imagine he would want? Well, he would want to get a, you know, a job. He'd want to find somebody who he could practice with long enough to learn what's in the field and get some experience so that he could start his own business. Great. So a chiropractor just graduated. We think he wants a job, a place to get experience so he could eventually start his own business. Right. Well, that's familiar with me because I have friends who are chiropractors and I know what they go through. <laughs> Great. 
So that seems like a very clear result. Right. So a chiropractor just graduates and they care about finding a good place to work, getting experience so they can start their own business. So you have a customer and you have a result. Do you see it? Yep. Good. So let's slow down and let's just take a couple big deep breaths while you just think about chiropractor and the result they want. And we have no mechanism right now. We just have a customer and a result. So let's just take a couple breaths with me. So tell me some of the things you're thinking about right now. Well, I was just thinking how you can tie customers together with the results without thinking of the mechanism. Yes. How is that for you? Well, it's good. (laughs) That's an understatement, Arthur. This is what we refer to as a business miracle. Because, listen, if I go on, have you heard of Yelp? I've heard the term Yelp used in business and acquiring customers. So Yelp is like a website you can go to to find good restaurants. So you can find accountants on Yelp too. Okay. So I look up at Yelp. I look up top accountants. I look up the accountant. That's the highest reviewed accountant on Yelp. We go to her website and look at the homepage of her website. Do you think the top rated accountant is speaking in mechanism terms or result terms? Well, in result terms. No, she was not. Oh, is that right? Yes. What I wanted to show you was how prevalent this mechanism thinking is. Well, I know. I agree with you. I know what you're saying. But my experience with Yelp is that the ratings don't reflect the community's rating of the different businesses on Yelp. That's all I'm saying. Okay, that's fine. But what I wanted to illustrate was how normal it is. If you'd like to get a free one-on-one with me and be on this show, you can find out details at startfromzero.com forward slash podcast. To get caught in mechanism thinking. So if you go to the accountant's website and she says, affordable and effective tax services, she's speaking about filters. Right. What's the result I want from an accountant? What do you imagine? Well... I would imagine that you'd like to have your taxes explained to you in a way that you would understand it so you know what you're paying for. I'm not that passionate about taxes. I'm lazier than that. Okay. What do you think I want if I'm lazy? You just want them done. But what do I want specifically to happen with my taxes? Do I want to pay more or less taxes? Oh, less. Right. So what result do I want when I'm looking at an accountant? Well, you'd want one that's good at their job because if they don't get it right, you're going to get penalized. Great. It's a great result. Someone that won't get me audited. That's one result. And the other result would then be to save on my taxes. Yeah, it would be. So we got two things. So I'm looking for an accountant. I want to save on my taxes and I want an effective accountant who won't raise red flags so I don't get audited. Right. Those are counter directional. Right. They'd be pretty cool to see together. Yeah. So if I went to that accountant's website and it said, save lots of money on your taxes without raising red flags by using an accountant with X years experience who's never been audited before. There you go. So that sounds good. So we've got the customer and what? Results. Yeah. Right. And so we have no mechanism. So let's just slow down again and take a breath or two here. (sighs) So what are you thinking about now? Well, I'm 
back to thinking how you put the customer and the results together. What you were just saying, how you're going to give the, your clients the best product. Wait a second. When did I talk about the best product? Oh, the best results then. Ah. And I, whenever I see that, I think that's a little bit misleading because how can someone promise something in the future that hasn't been tied down? Which example are you talking about? Not really talking about an example. I'm talking about a concept. Is this an issue that you have with talking about results you're saying? Well, it would be. Yeah. I mean, if you've got results that you haven't validated, then there could be a problem in the minds of the people that you're presenting it to. Well, yeah, we make sure that the results have been validated. We don't lie. All right. All right that's good. Let's say you don't have any results validated. Okay. But you have a guess at what the results might be. You could have the headline say, could it be possible? And then you could say underneath that, you know, we don't know, but we'd sure like to try. If you'd like to be one of our first customers, we'll work with you for free until the results happen just to prove that it can work. Well, okay. That's true. That would be good. General flow for business, Arthur, is customer and result. Then you get your first few customers, like you get like one to three customers, that's it. And you figure out how to get them a result. Once they have a result, then you can start saying you have results. Right. You know what? Every single successful business that I've done has followed that framework. Find customer. What result do they want? Get a few in. Get them the result. Find someone to fulfill the mechanism. Game over. All right. So I feel like you're starting to become more of a businessman over there on the other end of this phone. How are you feeling as a businessman in this moment? thinking about customers and results. Yeah, well, it would change my approach to customers. Can you see it making things more fun? Oh, yeah. How so? Well, you're not restricted to a specific text like the mechanism would, you know. Yep. Is that crazy or what? Yeah. To become a chiropractor, right? You could go to college for eight years or whatever it is to learn that mechanism. Oh, yeah. Well, that's why people come out and do what they do. You know, that's what I was when I came out as an engineer. Well, it was pretty easy to get a job. I can tell you that. Oh, yeah. Chemical engineers are great. Yeah. But the guy that made the most money probably wasn't the chemical engineer. He was the guy. That's right. Right? He was the guy that took the accounting courses and finance courses. <laughs> Could be. Well, I mean, I know a lot of them that are that way. I've got a son that took finance at uh, DU, and he's in an extremely good position. Is he an owner or is he an employee? Oh, he's an employee. Yeah, so it's not as good a position as the owner. Yeah, he's too young to be the owner. Well, that's a belief. I know a 15-year-old kid that makes probably a hundred grand a month because he's not doing the mechanism. Okay. So, I mean, kudos to your son. He sounds very successful, and I imagine you're very proud, and I would be too. What I'm talking about is being in the ownership position. Oh, okay. And in the ownership position... You don't even need to study finance or accounting. I think if you were to boil down what you needed to be successful in business, I think it would come down to two skills and two skills alone. The first is sales. The second is outsourcing. Oh, outsourcing. Oh, okay. To find the things that you're selling. (laughs) Exactly. And to put the teams in place. But what happens is most of us don't learn sales. Most of us don't learn outsourcing. Most of us learn fulfillment of some sort whether it's your son with finance, whether it's you with chemical engineering, whether it's me graduating college with an IT degree, whether it's a chiropractor going, we spend most of our life learning how to fulfill. When the wealth is in sales 
and outsourcing. So, you know, there's a lot of people that be listening to this and a lot of folks that I talk to are extremely gifted with mechanism, but they have no sales outsourcing skills. But we're building that with you right now and this will change everything. So personally, Arthur, as I'm talking about you, I'm seeing you as this really badass 80-year-old businessman, maybe even in a suit. For years, people have asked me about a book, something simple that they could read that was completely comprehensive that would help them learn how to start a business when they have no ideas, no money, no experience, no real expertise, when they're insecure, when they don't have confidence. How do you start from zero? How do you start a business when you don't even believe that you could actually help someone in the first place? It's all documented. There's now a path. It's a book. It's called Start From Zero, and you can pre-order it right now. Go to startfromzero.com and click on pre-order so you're first in line to read this remarkable book. There are over 15 different examples of employees, many who became millionaires in four years' time. It's absolutely possible, and you can do it when you get the right training. Go get that book right now at startfromzero.com and click on pre-order. Let's get back to the episode. Maybe not, but you're sitting across the table from someone and you've got no mechanism to speak of and you're sitting across the table from someone and what would be like one of the first things you would ask them? What do you need help with? You got it, man. So let's make it concrete. Let's look at this chiropractor, for example. Chiropractor graduates. Tell me the result that you think they want again. Well, they want a job and they want a job with an experienced chiropractor. And that's usually what they do in order to gain the experience in order to start their own business. They need some business experience. That's what they need. Right. And that gives them what result? That gives them a result to be able to, to start their own company. Great. And then with owning their own company, what result does that give them? Well, it gives them the ability to apply their trade to the community. Good. Which gives them the end result of what? The end result of being a professional chiropractor with a business. You're still in mechanism. And helping people, yeah. Still in mechanism. That's good. That's closer. And helping people is not the end result? That's close. It's probably a third of it. What is the other two-third of a result? A profitable and successful chiropractic business where they can be their own boss. Do you see that? Oh, yeah. Well, that's what I was alluding to. So tell me what a chiropractor wants when they graduate. A very clear, simple result. To gain business experience, to start their own successful and profitable chiropractic business and be their own boss. Something like that. Try saying that out loud. And you can throw the help people in there too, because I think chiropractors really do care about that. Yeah. Well, they want to help people by starting their own business and get the training from experienced uh, chiropractors and, and then start their own business, and, which would be successful and profitable and make them the owner of their own business. And they'd probably get to spend more time with their family. That's questionable. <laughs> hey, if they're running a good chiropractic business, they'll be spending time with their family. Well, yeah, that's true. But some of them don't know how to organize it. Yeah, that's their choice. Right. Well, <laughs> yeah, I think it goes beyond their choice. But hey, It's their choice. Yeah. Well, it is their choice. You've got to tell them that it is their choice. But some people don't see that as a choice. No, they won't see it. They probably punch you in the face for saying it. <laughs> but, you know, you and I, it's like, it's like, you're choosing those hours. You're choosing to say yes to those clients. That's right. You are. you got to tell them that. But we'll let them 
you know, they're addicted to suffering in some way or they're addicted to sacrificing themselves in some way. They feel like it's good. Well, sometimes they just don't see it. It's true. They don't see that they have people who are capable of taking over those responsibilities that they're, you know, keeping for themselves. So how many chiropractors do you know that don't have a life because of that? Oh, I don't know many of them. I know of them through the chiropractors who I do know. So I want to land this plane and show you this thing real quick, but we've already opened up another can here. So there's another customer, a chiropractor who's spread thin. So what end result would they want? Well, if they recognized it, they'd want to have some employees who could take some of the load off. That's mechanism. But what if you didn't even need employees? What if you could hire people in the Philippines? It doesn't matter about employees. What result do they want? Well, they'd want not to be spread thin then. Yeah, and they probably want their life back. Yeah, they'd want their life back and they want to be able to enjoy their family. Yes. Oh, gosh, you've got it. Do you feel the difference? If anybody starts thinking in mechanism, they become comparatively stupid to how brilliant and genius they could be if they just stuck with customer and result. So you said a chiropractor could hire employees. Remember when you said that? Yes. That's mechanism. The result is they want their life back to spend it with their family again. So you could create a number of mechanisms to solve that. You could create a virtual chiropractic staff that like you have like five employees and they could handle 30 different chiropractic businesses and they handle all the administration for the chiropractor so they can just handle patients. And the chiropractors cut you a big old check every month because you're hiring, training, maintaining and managing the employees for them. Do you see that as an example mechanism? Yeah. You could have employees in the Philippines doing that for them. You could find a way to have all their sessions scheduled through online scheduling, all their payments done through some sort of automated process. You could figure out how to get them to run a business without having a front desk staff because we're focused on the result. So you see how when you think about the result, you become a businessman. When you think about the mechanism, you become an employee. You become an expert, but you don't become the owner. This is not quite that black and white, but it's fairly safe to say. So... I mean, I don't want to mislead. I mean, you could be the expert and still become an owner if you're fortunate enough to understand that it's not about the filter. It's not about the employee. It's not about Weight Watchers or a fitness gym. It's about the result. Now, let's go back. Let's finish this up with this. The starting chiropractor comes out once experience from an experienced chiropractor to see how to successfully start a business so they can run their own profitable chiropractic business, so they can have a high quality of life, so they can help people, so they can make 250 grand a year and spend time with their family. You know, see, like result, result, result. So let's say that you were going to put together a book, a book to help starting chiropractors find a good job, gain experience, and ultimately start their business so they can make 250 grand a year. Let's say you're going to create this book for them. How might you outsource the creation of that book? Well, you wouldn't be able to do it unless you had some insight into a chiropractor's professional and family life. So you'd need to know what the chiropractors go through. Or you could just find successful chiropractors and interview them. That's what I mean. Yeah. So you see that you don't have to create the mechanism? Oh, I see what you mean. Okay. Yeah, right. You don't have to create the mechanism. Arthur, it's been a pleasure. How has this been for you? Good, Dane. It's been very informative and I'm struggling with this customer result thing, but I'll get it eventually. How long did it take you to become a chemical engineer? Well, it probably took 12 years after I graduated. So we're an hour in. Right.
it's not chemical engineering. So maybe give it three months instead of 12 years. <laughs> right. That's what I felt like. I look back on the chemical engineers that were coming into the company and, and I thought, boy, they've got a long road in front of them. Well, I'm so excited for you and I can't wait to see what you build as you put on your businessman hat and just think about customers and results until you find something that you're passionate about. You're like, I like this result. I like that you want this result. I'm passionate about this. Let's see if we can solve that problem together. Okay. And you'll make way more than two grand a month. Well, I figured that would happen, but you know, I didn't want to get carried away. But it's good. It's, it's good to be grounded in that. So good job today. So listen, if you'd like to offer feedback on this episode, we would treasure that. Let us know what you want more of and what you want less of for the show. And we'll make sure we try to incorporate that. You can email the feedback to hello at startfromzero.com. Just put feedback in the subject line. Now, if you'd like to build a $20,000 per month business minimum, I've got a friend who actually does this every single month. Some months he makes as much as $87,000 in a month. I asked him about it and he told me, man, if I can do this, anybody can do it. So we've turned this into a fully comprehensive course that you can take to learn how to quickly build a $20,000 per month business. If you'd like information on that, you can go to startfromzero.com and on the homepage, you'll find a link to it. Now, if you've been struggling to take action, if you really feel there's more for your life, but you know you're going to need to take action to do it, but taking action is so difficult, you just can't seem to get yourself to do it. We have a wonderful free tool. You can find it at startfromzero.com forward slash DJP. And if you go there within 20 minutes of applying the process, you'll find yourself wanting to play the game, wanting to step in the game, and wanting to take action. I use DJP for myself all the time with things like figuring out revenue models, figuring out lead capture systems, figuring out how to hire someone. If I'm ever stuck with a difficult action, I'll actually apply DJP because what it does is it wakes up a deeper intuition, a deeper wisdom, so we can actually do something really cool instead of stay stuck. So that's it. Please rate the show, please subscribe, and go on and listen to the next episode. Let's do this.